Hello, this is Pastor Bibish, lead pastor of Green Pastures Church, coming to you with the word of the living God today. I am so glad that you are able to join. I pray that what you hear today touches you, opens your understanding to the knowledge of God, challenges you to be the best you, deepens your relationship with God, and causes you to live in victory. Let's hear the word. We bless the Lord. We glorify the King of Kings. Hallelujah. We welcome you all in the presence of the Almighty God. We honor the King. Hallelujah. Who's given us the ability to come in His presence once more. What a joy. What a privilege. Every time we have an opportunity to worship the Lord together. Hallelujah. And today we just love the Lord. We worship the King. We acknowledge His grace and His presence in our midst today. Hallelujah. The Lord has been speaking to us for, uh, for, for the past few um, uh, 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 weeks. So now I'm going to months about digging our well, being prepared for life, being prepared for what's ahead. I believe that we um, spend much of our time here on earth in preparation for the greatest moments of our lives. I am not uh, saying that uh, your whole life is preparation for just a few years or months or a little moment of rejoicing. But I believe as we live, as we build up our lives with the Lord they are series of preparations and fulfillment and accomplishments that builds up to greater bigger accomplishments and greater achievements hallelujah every day every day we live to see our purpose fulfilled by the grace of God and every day the Lord prepares you for what's ahead he prepares you today for tomorrow and he will prepare you tomorrow for the next day and it is important people of God that we don't miss the move of God even as he sets us for victory I believe that as the enemy assembles to destroy and kill God assembles hallelujah to prepare to position to strengthen us so for greater victories today I um, would like to continue to tell you dig your well greater things are ahead of you dig your well god is doing uh, or is about to do something great into your life dig your well don't uh, put your guards down dig your well don't be discouraged by circumstances dig your well don't allow today's challenge to rob you from the joys of tomorrow's victory dig your well trust god in the process hallelujah trust god for the process Today, I would like to speak to you about two men that I believe had put their trust, their love, their, their relationship they built with God was the backbone of every victory they ever had. The relationship with God defined these two men. And when we look at their lives and their 
their accomplishments into their lives, we understand why they were so great because they built an intentional relationship with God. This morning, I am saying, dig your well with God. Dig your well with God. Don't let God outside of your calculation. Don't let God outside of your plans. Maybe you see, you can say that the route that I took, maybe the plans that I have, I don't see God fitting in this. He's God and allow him to decide if he fits or not. It's not for you to say that for the things I've done, for where I'm going, the dreams I have, the, the, the things I've gotten myself involved in i don't think it's wise to invite god now let me take care of this then i'll call god in later i say trust in the lord hallelujah bring him in from the foundation of whatever thing you are doing and you will see a greater level of victory i'm going to talk about paul and i'm going to talk about david one in the old covenant and another in the new covenant and I strongly believe that the victories that these men have encountered, the uh, way even they write, both of them were great writers, great lovers of God, I'm sure in their own way, great philosophers as well. And I can sense the depth of their relationship with God in the language, in the writing, in the song, or whatever letter they wrote going into psalm chapter 18 i'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 3 psalm chapter 18 from verse 1 to verse 18 i will read the new king james version and whatever version will be set on your screen i will also read the same passage in the amplified version and truly, I just want us to pay attention to the reading of the word. I strongly believe that uh, we don't pause to read and then go into the preaching. I believe that the reading of the word is part of what we are saying. It is part of what God is telling you this morning. So we don't take a break while the word is being read. That's where we pay the most attention because God is speaking. Now the word of God in Psalm 18 and verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemy. In the Amplified Version, the same passage of Psalm 18 verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. Oof, my God, just saying that gives me mm, chills. I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and the one who rescues me. My God, my rock, 
and strength in whom I trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my stronghold. Verse 3, I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. Then I'll go into Philippians chapter 3. And I'm going to read from verse 7 to verse 9. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to verse 9. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. But what things were gained to me? Those I counted loss for Christ. Yeah, doubtless. And I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Hallelujah. Beloved, in both these passages, I see the intimate relationship that these two men have with God. And today, maybe if you don't pay attention to everything I say, I pray that you reflect on the importance of God into your life. Nowadays, we value things according to how they serve us. We desire things according to how they make us feel. That means that our material body has been dictating the things we dedicate ourselves to. The things we yearn for, the things we yield to, the things we desire the most, the things we work for, the things we spend our energy on. This material body, its needs have clouded our need or our understanding of the need for God. For us who pride ourselves that we are children of God, and we pray, we worship, we give, and we do all these religious wonderful things that we give ourselves to, sometimes we pride ourselves in thinking that, you know, I serve God, I know I do this, but I am bringing you attention to the need that we all have of God himself not the things he does not the things we do for him not the things he's able to do for us but who god is into our lives hallelujah somebody will maybe have a doubt can somebody have a perfect 
relationship with God. Let me start by saying that it is impossible to have a perfect relationship with a man. Somebody wonder why I have my best friend is the best relationship ever. But let me tell you, it is not perfect. You somebody might say I have the best relationship with my spouse. Please allow me to say that if you are truthful to yourself and to your spouse, you say it is not perfect. Because there is no way we can pursue a perfect relationship with imperfect people. There is no way we can entrust an imperfect person with a perfect relationship. We thrive for perfection. We do our best. We fight through obstacles. We challenge ourselves. We intentionally love and choose, uh, and choose not to hate. We sometimes choose to for, to forgive. But let me say that that need for, for perfection is is the need that your heart has for God. And sometimes we try to find these relationships that we run for and try to fill in the void that is in every human being a place that only God can occupy just like any relationship the relationship with God requires a high level of dedication and commitment to cultivate it to grow this relationship and to see the fruit and the meaningful connection we make with God. Today my appeal to you is to love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. My plea today is to love God above everything else. I know maybe your mind is elsewhere the too many things you need to 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 accomplish too many things you have you need to manage people you need to manage things you need to manage your success you you are motivated by so many things i say all these things the apostle paul say i have considered them nothing when it comes to my desire my need to be in a relationship with christ and say i'd rather consider all these things a loss so that I can gain Christ. I was wondering why would Paul choose to lose things? After all, when you think about it, who gave him the things he has? Who gave him those things? God gave him. That means it's not a bad thing. That means it's a good thing. After all, if he was uh, an intelligent man who gave him them that intelligence, if he was an educated man who gave him that ability to be educated, if he was uh, a good friend who gave him these friends, after all, everything that God gives to us, isn't that a good thing? And uh, when you read the passage ahead of the, the one that we just read, you, you will see that he's speaking of the things that God has been able to give him, the intelligence, the capacity, the education, the miracles God has done through him, the way God has used him. And yet he says, all these things, I consider them absolutely rubbish. 
How can somebody that God has blessed call your blessing rubbish? He's saying, compared to the need that I have for God. And there is a way Paul phrases his thoughts and he says, I will consider these a loss so I can gain Christ. What is the apostle Paul saying? He's saying that sometimes when I am too busy holding on to these blessings, even if they come from God, when I am too busy holding on to these things, I may lose Christ in the process. And I feel people of God that sometimes we love the blessings, we love the breakthrough, we love what God has given to us. We cling to these things as if our lives depended on them. Let me tell you, your life depends on God more than it depends on your paycheck, on your car, on your house, on your spouse, on your children and any achievement you have achieved so far. The need for God is greater than the need we have for anything else. We just don't always sit down and think of it or consider it. Somebody may be out there thinking, Pastor, can you now pray for this, he, the, the sick to be healed? I say, when you know God, you know the healer. When you are in a relationship with Jehovah Jireh, the provider lives in your house. He lives in your heart. Hallelujah. When you are lonely and you cling to every relationship, even abusive ones, just because you, you just can't afford to be by yourself. Let me tell you, Jehovah Shammah lives within your relationship with God makes everything else perfect. I'm going to say this again. Your relationship with God brings the dimension of perfection to every relationship you might have. Because our relationships alone with ourselves and others are not perfect unless God is in it. Some of you, you get this tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. Allow me to say that I know you have needs. I know you have desires. I know you want God to give you strategy for this and that. I am just bringing us back to the place where God is our priority. He's our number one. He's our rock. He's our salvation. He's our horn. I don't know if somebody's understanding. As I read the story of David, at least his testimony of where God has taken him. Let me, this man, let me tell you, this man has gone through things. This man has been through challenges and he's seen God rescue him in a spectacular way. He could be pray, uh, busy like some of us. You throw a party, you bring your friend and you all get drunk. I don't know if he did that anyways, but you know what? He goes first go to God and say, I love you fervently and devotedly. Oh Lord, my strength. Because there was a time in my life that without God, I am useless. Without God, I am exposed to my enemy, but God has been my strength. That means my my relationship with God has rescued me from my enemies. If I did not have this relationship, where else would I have found my breakthrough? He says, the Lord is my rock. 
Hallelujah. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my anchor. The Lord is my stability. My God is my immovable help. The Lord is my rock. When his life was rocking, hallelujah, he had a rock he could count on. People of God, in case you don't know, let me just tell you, you need God more than you need money. You need God more than you need your friends. You need God more than you need your spouse. You need God more than you need children. You need God. You need God. He says, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower. It speaks of a relationship of dependency. Say, I depended on God. I counted on God. I trusted in Him. Hallelujah. There are too many things we count on that are not a rock. There are too many things we rely on that are not a fortress. That means they don't shield us from certain attack. There are too many people we, we count on that are not our shield. That means that if there is an attack, them too, they are vulnerable. Are you understanding? Let me give you a couple of reasons that I, I believe you need God for. Hallelujah. Or at least... A few reasons why to seek a true relationship with God is what you need in this season of your life. I'll give you a few reasons why pursuing God, pursuing a true relationship with God is what's going to sustain you for the days to come. Dig your well with God. First reason I already said it. I'm going to repeat it. You need God in your life. Hallelujah. You need God in your life. He has the last word. Who lives and who does not. Who stands and who falls. Who makes it and who does not make it. People of God. I don't think sometimes we understand that God Decide if you are or you no longer are. Are you understanding? We need God. We need God. Maybe you've been distracted. Or we distract ourselves. By keeping our minds and schedule jam-packed with things. With activities. And sometimes activities even for God. But if you sit down and you look at your life, where you've been, where you are, and where you need to go, you will realize that you need God. For that reason, you need to build a true relationship with God. Slow down and see the need that you have for God. Number two, you can admit it or not, without God, you are lonely. Without God, you are lonely. 
I have seen people surround themselves with more friends than they can afford to entertain. All that is to hide the need for companionship. Many of us, maybe we think that, oh, if I can get a spouse, if I can just get married, you can, can just have has, uh, children, if I can just have a very good, appropriate, best friend, then my life will be fulfilled. I'll say this again. Even with the best spouse, the best children, the best friend, the best parents, you can still be lonely. Because there are places in your life, and I'm saying places in your mind, your heart, your thought, there are things into your life that no other relationship can fulfill except for God himself. So without God, you are lonely. And the efforts we do to keep certain relationships, sometimes even unhealthy ones, it's because we, we, we just can't afford to acknowledge, you know what, I am lonely here. I, I don't want to be by myself. Adam was all by himself in the garden. The Lord says it is no good. Hallelujah. It is no good. God made him other people. And we're going to talk about the relationship that we have to have with other people that I'm saying. But even with Eve, did you notice? Even with Eve, when the relationship with God was interrupted, his life completely changed. Let me say this. My son is strange, but I'm going to say it anyways. Adam was better off by himself with God. That only with Eve without God. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. He was better off. Alone with God. Than with Eve without God. When God gives us the time. We'll talk about those things some other time. You are better off with God. Without all the people you waste your energy on. God is not against relationships. But any relationship that drives you away from God, run from it. Because you'll be surprised that you are surrounded and you'll be lonelier than where you were before. And you start digging your own tomb. Because you are pursuing relationships that take, that withdraw, that don't give. The relationship with God gives, increases, strengthens, builds up. If you are looking for a perfect relationship, the only one who can provide that is God himself. Hallelujah. We go to marriage counseling, relationship counseling, all these things because we are finding, trying to find ways to perfect some imperfect relationships. And in counseling, I tell people, we can give you all the tools, but because you are two imperfect people, it will be a struggle, an intentional fight every single day to fight for that perfection. It's ambitious to think that I have found the perfect person. But let me tell you that perfect, that person is not perfect without God. 
Number three reason why you need a relationship with God is that you are weak. Hallelujah. You are weak. People say, oh, pastor, how can you say that? I say, you are weak because without God, you absolutely can do nothing. I was wondering why David will use the word strength in his speech so many times. You are my strength. You know how many times David says in his psalm that the Lord is his strength. Because by ourselves, we are weak. Do you think David had the physical capacity to fight Goliath? No. He counted on his relationship with God to provide the strength he needed to fight his enemy. Hallelujah. You see, when you know certain personalities, you can just flash the, 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 the uh, business card and people respect you. Not because you are that person, but because you have a relationship with that person. In a certain country that I don't want to say, maybe it's your country, I don't know. If you are the son or a daughter or a brother or a mother, I don't know, close relative to a personality or a person who is known in the country who is occupy certain levels of authority and power. Don't do it in America, it doesn't work. Or at least I don't know, maybe it does, never know. The police stops you. And you just say your name or what family you belong to. All of this, and the police goes like, Boss, it is okay for you to go because you have a relationship with somebody who inspires authority. Hallelujah! Let me tell you, you need God, you need God as a pass for certain challenges in your life. Oh, you get this tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. You need God because without Him, we are weak. But with Him, we are strong. Do you feel like you're constantly letting yourself down? Do you feel like you are letting God and other people down? Because frankly, you know within yourself that you, you, you do your best, but you end up not getting it, not getting there, not, not satisfying everyone. Let me tell you, the only way to satisfy it is to acknowledge the need for God into our lives. Without God, I'm a weak mother. Without God, I'm a weak daughter. Without God, I am absolutely nothing. But with God, I am strong. With God, I stand. With God, I stand out. Hallelujah. With God, I can tell my enemies, don't look at my size. You don't know whose I belong to. Who I belong to. Hallelujah. I am speaking to those who feel like you're always falling short of certain things. And uh, I am sorry that sometimes the church makes us feel bad as if there's an elite of strong powerful people 
and you are among those who, are, who have not made it yet. Let me tell you, even those who appear to be strong without God, they are absolutely nothing. So don't let anybody impress you by the big prayers they prayed, the, the loud voices, the, the speaking in tongues with capital letters, whatever they say. Everybody without God, we are absolutely nothing, can go nowhere, can accomplish nothing. It is by God and by God's grace, by his strength that we can do all things. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things. That means with God, my power is multiplied. My strength is multiplied. But without God, I can do nothing. The Bible says you cannot serve two masters. And... Sometimes we only see it in terms of money or other context that I'm saying. You cannot serve God and serve other people or yourself at the same level. We are weak because we count on ourselves. Whatever you can do is what is humanly possible. But when you multiply it with the relationship with God, now you can do what is divine. You can do the impossible. You can climb mountains. Hallelujah. That no man can physically afford to climb because you have multiplied your effort with the strength that comes from God and God alone. I'm going to stop here for today. Think about those things. Think about those things. Next week I'll continue on the list of things why you need a true relationship with God. I know there won't be too many amens today because you're all thinking. But if you understand today's teaching, your life and your circumstances will change. David says, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God. And then he repeats, my strength, in whom I will trust. As we end today's sharing, in whom do you trust? Who is your rock? Who is your fortress? Who is your hiding place? David himself says that sometimes even your mother and your father can walk away from you, but God will not. People can walk away they can change their mind but God will not let me tell you if God thought like a man you and I will not even be breathing right now because to men you disappoint them once twice if they're patient three times then they, they set you aside but how many times have we disappointed God but he's still loving he's still caring people of God you need a relationship with God there are people who are better than you. 
who have done greater things than you, but they are no longer breathing. But God has kept you. David says, I love you, Lord, my strength. There are people who have been healthier than you. Pay more attention to what they put into their bodies. But they are no longer here. But you are still here. David says, I love you, Lord, my strength. Oh, I love my relationship with God. There are times I don't understand why he even cares about me. Sometimes I wonder, like, God, you could use anything. You can use anyone. Why, why, why you, do you even bother with me? I will love you, Lord, my strength. There are times where you think, I have no strength to do anything. I have no strength to do anything. I can't do this anymore. But somehow, somewhere, God picks you up, puts you back together, and propels you to move forward. I love you, oh Lord, my strength. Sometimes when people discount you, misjudge you, mis misuse you, abuse you, but God still looks at you and says, you are my perfect candidate for love. I will love you, Lord, my strength. People of God, I've realized that I can lose every relationship, but I cannot afford to lose my relationship with God. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I will love you, Lord, my strength. I will love you, Lord, my strength. So many times, maybe we have gone through things that you had reasons to throw in the towel and say, you know what, forget it. But still God stood by you. God strengthened you. And some of you, you don't even know it. That thing could have finished you. That problem could have crippled you. That accident could have finished your story. But God stood by you. Oh, David says, I will love you, Lord, my strength. I will love you, Lord. I will love you, Lord. I am calling you back to the place where God is God over your life. That God is your heavenly father and he is your priority. That he is your rock. That he is your salvation. I pray that God revives that passion, that love that you first had for God. That you go in your time of prayer and worship and kneel before God and wonder, Lord, where would I be without you? What can I do without you? I love you, Lord. Even if you don't bless me anymore. Even if you don't do anything anymore in my life just knowing that you are God over my life is enough I will love you Lord my strength I will love you Lord my strength I will love you Lord my strength can you please start saying it can you please start saying it I will love you Lord my strength I will love you, Lord. Make it your confession. Make it your prayer. This is prayer now. Say it. Say to God. I know I am not always deserving of the type of love you have for me, but I will love you, Lord. 
I know I have failed so many times, but I will love you. I know I have disappointed you so many times, Lord, but I will love you. Michael, so many times I thought I lost my strength, but Lord, you have provided. God, I will love you. I will love you, Lord. I will love you, Jesus. I will love you back because you first loved me. I will love you because you shone your love over and over even when I did not deserve it. Oh God, I will love you, Lord. Hallelujah. I will love you, Lord, my strong. Forever all my day, I will love you. Whatever all my days, I will love you, Lord. Whatever all my days, I will love you. My God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us to the place where we cultivate that relationship with you. So many of us have been suffering from different things, and we thought they were caused by so many things. Well, they were caused by the interruption of our relationship with you. So many people looking for direction can't see. Somebody is saying right now, God used to show me things. I used to have dreams, revelation. I used to know what God wants, but I can't anymore. Let me tell you, it's because you, you lost that connection, that relationship with God. Somebody is wondering, I hear people say, God spoke to me. I heard God. You know why they say that? Because they have a relationship with God. You've been crying, feeling weak, feeling disappointed, just don't know how to put a finger on what's really bothering you. What about you restore that relationship with God? I know you will see things more clearly. I will love you, Lord, my strength. love you Lord I will love you with everything I am and everything I have because you are God over my life Lord I will love you I will love you I will love you I will love you Lord I am speaking to someone today you're thinking my lifestyle I don't know how to step away from these things and you feel like God is giving you a condition to walk away from certain things in order for him to love you I say build your relationship with God he will give you the strength and the capacity to walk away from those things your relationship comes before the ability to do things somebody will say maybe when I am able to let go of this then I'll seek God and I say seek God he will see you through those things I will love you, Lord, my strength. Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, for someone who has fallen out of the relationship with you, somebody whose situations, struggles, challenges, even just the desires of this, the things of this world. My God, listening more today, 
heart, minds, and bodies more than listening to you have caused them to step out of this beautiful, wonderful, and fulfilling relationship. My God, I pray that my God that you bring them back to you. That you bring them back to you. This is my prayer, God. This is my prayer, Lord. Somebody who's felt that the fire of the passion for God has gone dim. My God, rekindle that passion. Strengthen them again, I pray in Jesus' mighty name. My God, our world has been crazy. Things around us have been crazy. So many things we need to attend. So many things we need to bring back in order, to bring back in perspective. And maybe we have lost sight, my God, of the importance of the relationship we must entertain with you. My God, we say sorry for dividing our attention between you and too many other things. My God, we come to you today and say, Lord, we will love you. You who are, who, who are our strength. My strength is you, oh God. We will trust you. All my days, all my days, I want to trust in you and you alone. I want to rely on you and you alone. Then every other relationship makes sense when it's built in you. You are my rock upon which I built everything into my life. You are the rock upon which every victory emanates from. You are the rock from where we stand, my God, and build everything, relationships, success. My God, dreams, everything is built upon this rock. Jesus Christ, you are my rock. You are my rock. And I pray, Lord, that you be the rock of each one of your sons and daughters who are seeking your face right now in Jesus mighty name thank you Lord thank you Lord in Jesus name if you have not had an opportunity to offer unto our rock if you have not had an opportunity to give unto the Lord the instructions for giving will be on your screen go ahead and give unto him as you continue to confess I will love you, Lord, my strength. I will love you, Lord, my rock, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And I believe that as you rely on him, as you build this relationship, he will put you on top of everything that you've been struggling with. I trust God. Ah, David was exuberant in his testimony. Paul was exuberant in his testimony because they knew that with God, they are invincible. I believe that with God, you are a majority with God. You are strong with God. You stand out with God. You rock, hallelujah. With God, you win. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, the unfailing love of God, the unfailing love of God, our strength, the unfailing love of God, and the fellowship, the relationship with the Holy Spirit, the communion with the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. May he be your strength and your rock throughout the week. And with him, I know 
you win. God bless you. Happy 4th of July to all my American friends and family. God bless you all. It has been such a joy sharing the word of God with you today. I pray that you experience the power of God through his word. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, please consider making a donation to ensure that the word of God continues to be made available to our enrichment. Thank you for listening.